Chapter 4. Exercise This Muscle Our society does not put a high premium on educating ourselves on the processes that are imperative to have great health and great relationships. In essence, our peers are ready to give us a mulligan. Perhaps most of us expect a mulligan since we have dumbed down our expectations regarding the game of life. Honestly, this low standard disgusted me regarding my own life. So I set out to do something about it. You see the different contrast in expectations clearly in Japan. Recently, a train left the station 20 seconds early and the train company issued a national apology for any inconvenience it might have caused its customer. Not a single customer complained, but they still felt the necessity to both apologize and make sure it never happened again. In the United States, you'd be lucky to get an apology if a train was 45 minutes late, let alone leaving early. We need to change our standards and expectations and the superior outcomes will follow. I'm going to go off script here real quick. You know, I went to school in Germany. I'm half German. And the Germans are known for precision and being right on the money. And a couple things happened to me just recently. When I was in Germany at the Global Lean Leadership Summit, I had to take the high-speed ice train into Vindic. And I couldn't believe it, but the train was, you know, like 40 minutes late. And then the local train was late by another 15 minutes. And then when I went home, I had to catch the local train and it was 30 minutes late. And then another train was 20 minutes late. And the whole idea of German precision was like, what happened to it? The standard got dumbed down because when I went to school in Germany, everything was right on the money. But there is that example of that progressive decline in standards. And I see this everywhere. I'm not picking on Germany. It's just as bad, if not worse, than the United States. The point is we should not accept a decline in anything. Things should be getting better. We should hold the rope tight, hold ourselves to high standards, and enjoy life to its fullest. Back on script. If you're successful in your business, finance, or career, it's more than likely that you had some kind of plan or roadmap. Most people have spent a reasonable amount of time reading books, educating themselves at conferences and universities regarding their life's work. However, most of us have not applied the same amount of diligence to deeply understanding our health and relationships, let alone creating a plan and executing it. Our idea of researching viable solutions is thumbing through a tabloid while checking out at the grocery store. Give me a break. In this book, I suggest one simple mantra. Exercise this muscle as I point to the brain atop our shoulders. If we were to use our brains even for just a fraction of what we use it for on the other things in our lives, I think the outcome would be astounding. This is the premise of the book. How do we develop a plan to first and fully understand ourselves? And secondly, it behooves us to have the same deep understanding about the people we are in close relationships with. This book is not a scientific treatise on psychology. It is simply my musings about my life and the observations as a well-traveled and experienced layman. Ten years ago, I started my deep thinking about my life and happiness. 
For the record, I have been married for 36 years, which in and of itself is amazing in today's day and age. On top of that, I started my amazing company with my wife, and she has been working alongside me the entire time, and now even my children work for us. We have one big happy family, not all the time. We have overcome many difficulties. I think the important thing is that we're still together, and even more incredible, that we all work together every day. I know many family members that can barely manage the obligatory Thanksgiving and Christmas, let alone function at a high level every day together at work. God bless nepotism. I subjected my family to a real pressure cooker, and honestly, I don't think it was all that beneficial. The fact that we survived it is truly amazing, but for me, that's not good enough. I want everything in my life to be excellent. I remember listening to my father tell me that he never strayed from my mother and that he was quite proud of that, but inside I knew he was very frustrated, like many men are. He would tell me, do you know what I could have accomplished if your mother would not have held me back? To the women reading this book, don't hold your men back. Encourage him at every opportunity to reach his potential. He will love you deeply for it, but even more importantly, Take the time to know him at a deep level. Men, the same is true for you, but times two. I think of Henry Ford's wife and her deep belief in her man, and look what he accomplished. The same is true for Carl Benz, co-founder of Mercedes-Benz. His wife believed in him when he gave up, and she drove his new invention into town to show to the masses. This story of women not making the difference, but being the difference between a man's success and failure is repeated millions of times in history, and it's worth taking note of it. The flip side of a man's pursuit to conquer the world also requires a man to be present for their spouse and to know them deeply. That requires regularly going to dinner and having meals with your spouse where there's no cell phone and you're talking about something other than business. I know for me, I can be very myopic once I lock on to something. Everything else becomes secondary, and this is not allowed in the context of a lean life. This seemingly benign activity will fail you. It is juxtaposed to one of the most important tenets of lean, which is a deep respect for people. You don't just wake up one morning and have this deep respect. You practice it day by day. You begin to see that the universe is organized around the principle of respect, and it is in your best interest to embrace this magical concept. You're not being respectful when you're looking down at your cell phone and you're out to dinner with the one you love and you purport to care about. That cell phone in your hand is like a glowing neon sign that says, the person on this phone is more important than you. My daughter taught me this by taking my phone from me when we go to Starbucks. This may seem like some cute game, but it is a powerful reality that every man must fully understand. The small act of being totally present when you are with the one you love is the gateway to a life of love and success. To illustrate this point, I want you to consider something. If 20 years ago, a scientist said, I'm going to be able to get everyone in the world to have a hunched posture looking down, most people would have laughed. But look around. Stop what you're doing right now and look at the posture of most people in the world. Young and old, we are hunched over our phones looking down. We look like some primate knuckle-dragger, not a human being upright looking each other in the eyes. 
This is why I love Lean Concepts. They are so simple and practical and effective. This small, pragmatic process is the equivalent to delivering a dozen roses every time you're together. Life should be remarkable for both men and women, and accepting anything less than excellence is the exact bubble I want to pop. Why do so many people settle for average when excellence is easily available? I want everything to be excellent. This is why I'm writing this book, because I struggle like many people struggle. There is a better way. I'm convinced of it, and I found it. For whatever reason, I have always had a strong predilection to improve everything in my life. I've always loved it when things are getting better. I'm sure it is partly because chemicals are naturally released inside of us when we experience a move in a positive direction. Basically, I'm a drug addict but on the natural substance of satisfaction. My life is on a steady incline of accomplishments with my business, my health, and in most of my relationships. But not always. Basically, I stopped getting pissed, angry, and riddled with excuses and started thinking deeply about what I was really doing. The people who would probably be most drawn to this book, though, will be the men who are unhappy with their current health and relationships and want to figure out how to make it better. They just want to know what the hell they did wrong when they were filled with such good intentions. These men will be typically in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. All the people that read this book prior to its release were in this age demographic, and the book resonated with them. These men would say to themselves, I was hoping things would have turned out much better than they did. That is the problem. A great relationship requires much more than hope management and wishful thinking. Lastly, I would love this book to be relevant for women as well. Whether or not it is, I'm not sure. I will do my best to integrate their thinking into the content because it is so important that men truly understand a woman's perspective and where they are coming from. I've had many women pre-read this book and I've gotten very favorable comments. Here's one from Ashley. Hey, Paul, I have to say, I really enjoyed reading your stuff last night. It was so strong. But the best part is, it's so true. If something sucks or someone's lazy, you call it as it is. I find your delivery to be intense, straightforward, and so honest. I think reading this will either light a fire under your butt or intimidate you because you're not sure you have it in you to make these fundamental changes. I'm a prime example. If I was reading this a few years ago, I would have felt that this was bigger and better than what I could achieve. Today, after one year of doing lean in all aspects of my life, I have confidence and I am able to relate much better. At the end of the day, your words are not for the average pedestrian, but for the people who have begun their lean journeys and are ready to graduate to the big leagues. Thanks, Ashley. Ashley's comments have reaffirmed that women also appreciate straight talk and truth-telling. Men have just conveniently branded them as irrational. This removes men from taking responsibility for the lousy outcomes they are responsible for. In the lean world, we refer to all problems as management problems. Management has set up the bad systems and processes and then expect people to work well within them. In a relationship setting, more often than not, the man Man is leading and more dominant and as a result has more responsibility. Off script. I told you it wasn't going to be politically correct. Back on script. 
At the end of the day, this book is a work in process. I'm sure shortly after I publish it and people begin to read it, I will learn much more about how to have a great life in all aspects, including relationships. That's okay, because I'm all about continuous improvement. It doesn't have to be perfect. Our lives just need to be moving in the direction of improvement. Venu Shrevanatsan, a good friend and one of the top industrialists in India at TVS Motors, explained to me when I interviewed him, we build knowledge through experimentation. We never get it right the first time, the second time, or even the hundredth time. But if you keep trying, you will build knowledge so you can change your life. The one thing, exercise this muscle.